What can I do to increase my emunah, my betochen? Wow. What can I do to increase my emunah, my betochen? Here's a suggestion. Don't ever laugh. Don't be cynical. Don't be smart. Don't be the guy who's the realist, who uh, who sees objectively what's going on in the world, and there's no kasvashom hashgacha pratis. You know the words of Kayin, "Les din v'les dayin." Sensitize yourself to your language, Bashit. That your language, your words, should reflect a sincerity, an earnestness, and a belief. And um, that's a very simple, it's a very simple, practical suggestion. If you want to strengthen your moon and your betachen, don't do things to weaken it. Uh, and the first is don't allow yourself to become cynical and pessimistic, what people call realistic. And then, of course, the second thing is when people make uh, innocuous jokes, what they consider benign jokes, where they're laughing about what it appears to be lays dinvin, lays dying, his lack of a control of in the world. Walk away. Don't participate in those things. On the other hand, when you hear stories of tzaddikim, or people telling stories about the Rebbe, or you're hearing people relating stories of Ashkocha Pratis, participate in those. And probably the single greatest thing a person can do to himself to strengthen his emunah and his betachen is to celebrate the events of Ashkocha Pratis that he sees in his own life. You know, there's a great, interesting instruction from the Rebbe to Professor Velvel Green. I never met Professor Velvel Green except in his books. But in his books I met him. So uh, one of the things he writes about in his books, which is a good prelude to what I'm going to say, is Professor Green was a, was a very smart man. He was also an incredibly uh, integrated, socially adept person. He wasn't an intellectual who was up in the clouds. He was cool, if you will. He had many, many miles. And... He was very smart. But he says he figured out pretty early on that the Rebbe is a Novi. In other words, that what separates him from the Rebbe is not that the Rebbe is smarter than him and knows more, or knows more Torah, but the Rebbe is tuned in on a higher level. He, he sees things, he's aware of things in a way which is outside of the ordinary tools of perception that we have. And therefore, the idea of disagreeing with the Rebbe you can say intellectually you don't understand, scientifically you don't see proof. But disagreeing with the Rebbe is silly because the, the, the playing field isn't, isn't even. The Rebbe is in tune with something else. And he therefore accepted that he doesn't have to always understand. If the Rebbe tells him it's Emes, really Emes. Which I found wonderful because... It seems like Velvel Green sort of figured this out on his own. This goes back 60 years. And I, I would imagine that he had a, a more of a Yiddish upbringing than younger people and intellectuals today. But he wasn't raised in a home that talked a lot about Navua. But he had a chush, he had a feel that there's such a thing as an extra sense, a higher power. The Rebbe called 
special powers, when referring to himself, special powers, that allows him to be in tune to things and to know things in ways and on levels other people don't. So in one of the earlier meetings with the Rebbe and Velva Green, I'm talking about the early 60s, I don't know if it was the first year or two or three, when the relationship was developing, the Rebbe said, I want to ask you a favor, which he never did. But the, the idea remained. I want you to take a notebook and I want you to write down the events of Ashkocha protest that you see in your life. When something happens, that's fortuitous. Something happens that should be a coincidence. And it's precise. Which means you didn't orchestrate it, you didn't do something to make it happen, and yet it happened to you. Which is a sign that the Amish is showing himself to you. Write it down. In other words, instead of the Rebbe getting into all of the debates and arguments with this professor, the Rebbe walked around it. The Rebbe said to him, notice God and write it down. Not necessarily notice God in the miracle, notice God in the everyday. We see God everywhere in everything and celebrate it. This is a very practical tool to strengthen Gemunah Betachem. And of course, you know the story, I've told it before, that I heard this from Rabbi Gluchowski, from the Choyve, said it's Yisrael, that when he was a Baruch in Yeshiva, a young man came in to go into the Rebbe to Yechidus. So the boys asked him why he was there. So he said he's not going out to Chassid, he was an Eilamisha, not a Chassid. But he's going because he knows that the Rebbe is a Makubal, and he has a question that only a Makubal can answer. The question is, that he's sick, he has a, an illness in his brain, a serious illness in his brain. And it says in Sfarim that and the explanation is there's a different part of Torah that deals with, a different part of Torah that deals with each illness. There's a different mitzvah that parallels the Torah deals with each illness. So he wants to know which mitzvah is connected to the brain and he'll be mahadr in this mitzvah and he'll heal himself from the top down. The sensitivity of this person is extraordinary. I would love to meet this Yid because such a, such a chush to know I'm physically sick, I have to deal with the neshama and the goof will fall into place. So that's what he came to see the Rebbe for. Anyway, went into the Rebbe, came out of the Rebbe, the boy surrounded him again. What did the Rebbe say? And the Rebbe told him the following. The moyach is an aver klali, the brain is a general organ. So you should choose a general mitzvah. And the Rebbe told me you should be mahader in the mitzvah of Ashgoch Pratis. Let's talk this through. Everybody knows this Ramach Eivirim and Shasagidim. Everybody knows. But something that's missed by many people is when you count the Ramach Eivirim, you only count Bosagidim Vazamis. Bones. The brain is not one of the Eivirim. Did you know that? The heart is not one of the Eivirim. The lungs are not one of the Eivirim. The eyes are not one of the Eivirim. The tongue is not one of the Eivirim. The stomach, the liver, the spleen, the kidneys, the intestines. All the Evarim, all those parts of the body, the most important organs without which a person can't live, are not under the Ramach Evarim. They're spoken about at length in the Sefer Yetzirah, and they're connected to higher things, but they're not in the 248 Evarim, and people don't, people forget that, miss that. Um, and it's curious to me, right? And the answer, in my opinion, is that there are called Evarim Pratim and Evarim Klali. The 248 limbs are specific. Every digit of the finger is a different, this is one Evarim, this is a second Evarim, this is a third. To be an Evarim, you have to have a bone and skin and 
sinews and that tie it together. That's called the navel. The Ivarim Kolyam, the general organs, are not in the Cheshmer, the Ramach Evidim, because they're not specific, they're general. And this plays itself out in mitzvahs. We have 248 mitzvahs. The 248 mitzvahs correspond to the 248 Ivarim. But then we have what the Rambam calls mitzvahs klaliyes, general mitzvahs, that are not in the Cheshmer, the Ramach mitzvahs, I say. For example, Emunah. For example, according to some, Tshuva, that brings us to the Kutatayim, Pashas Bolak, Libetav and for example, Simcha. Um, and there are many other examples of things that are not mitzvahs, but they're more than mitzvahs, what we call super mitzvahs, what I call super mitzvahs. So the Hasidus wants to assert that those things that are not mitzvahs pratis are not necessarily less than midrabonans. They're such great deiraises that they can't be counted they don't count the 248 positive mitzvahs and the 365 negative mitzvahs because they're the whole person. And there's mitzvahs that correspond to each one of these Eivarim Klaliyim. Just like you have 248 mitzvahs, specific mitzvahs, that correspond to 248 limbs. There's other, the Cheshben, whatever it is, it's, uh, if you look in the Sefer Yitzire, there's three and there's seven and there's twelve. And he connects it to the different organs of the body. Um, that they're Evarim Klolium and they're connected to specific things in Yiddishkeit. And the Rebbe told him that the healing of the brain has to do with being Mahad in the mitzvah. What kind of mitzvah is Well, I can't be Mashkiach. And the mitzvah is noticing it. It's a very, very real way to strengthen one's Betachan and Amun. And lastly, and very importantly, Ivdu as Hashem Besimch. A Jew needs to know that the very foundation of life as a Jew is predicated on serving Hashem with joy. Period. And it's a requirement. And it's a job. The Ramam calls Simcha Avoidu And of course, the words Avoidu Gedoyla translated as number one, it's very difficult. And number two, it's very, very important. And when a person is up, it's much easier to have and Simcha. And when a person is down, Betachan and Simcha is very challenged. And something like the story the Rebbe with Meister Ruven Dunin, he told the Rebbe, I can't do it anymore too hard to work and so hard as being a Chassidi Shabachet. And the Rebbe Poshet asked him if he ate breakfast. And he ate breakfast, all of a sudden he could do it. Sometimes he needed a little energy. And the Ebesha should help us all that it should be easy for us to be maminim and baitchim ba'akadosh baruch because our lives are full of blessing and goodness. But this is something which never changes. One of the differences between faith and knowledge is knowledge you acquire once and you have it. Faith every day is new. Every day is a fresh avoid. And that Hashem should bless us with a clear sense of His presence. And of course, the clearest of those senses is this Gals of Malachi Mashiach taken from Yad Mamish.